You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to The Greatest Rivalry, India versus Pakistan, a podcast brought to you by Wisden. I'm Nikesh Raghani. And I'm Atif Nawaz, and we're delighted to bring you this podcast in partnership with a great new product that can help budding batters around the world. It's called BatSense, and it's a wonderful, lightweight gadget that fits snugly on the top of your bat handle. It connects wirelessly to your smartphone and basically tells you where you've been hitting the ball and helps you improve your technique by showing you what you've done right and where you've gone wrong with angles pick up and a whole load of other things. It's got a battery life of six hours and only weighs 25 grams, so adds virtually no weight to your bat. So you can keep it on during several net sessions or a match. And you can get yours now for a discounted price of just £97 plus postage by going to kpsmartsports.com. And while you're there, you can also check out the whole range of other cricket gear, including international replica shirts. Yes, definitely worth checking out kpsmartsports.com. And it's interesting, the replica shirts on sale on the website, all bright colours, and we are about to enter the era of coloured clothing on our journey on this podcast, the 1990s, of course. And Atif and I are very excited this week because it's the first era that we really remember watching on TV as kids. So many memories, the ups, the downs, and the superstars that we used to idolise. Yep, Pakistan won the 1992 World Cup with Imran Khan at the helm. And through the decade, Wasim, Wakar, Saeed Anwar, Inzamamul Haq, Shoaib Akhtar, there were so many stars to look up to. And India had a prime Sachin Tendulkar, as well as legends like Anil Kumble, Rahul Dravid, Saurav Ganguly, and many, many more, all making their mark on the game. Yeah, it just takes you right back, just hearing those names, doesn't it, Atif? I mean, those great battles starting from the 92 World Cup right through uh, to the 99 World Cup with 96 in between, the Sharjah series, those uh, trips to Canada uh, and, and other countries around the world, many tri-series played between the countries. Not much test cricket. It was just that 99 series, wasn't it, during that particular decade. But, uh, yeah, so many memories of our heroes in those coloured clothes. Absolutely. There was something quite dynamic about when the coloured clothes came through. And if even nowadays, when you try and look up those highlights packages on YouTube or whatever, and I mean, I know I've looked up many Wasim Akram and Wakar Yunus compilations where you just watch them constantly knocking the stumps over and over again. You see these you see these coloured clothing and it really does add this kind of this, this extra dynamic to the game. And um, boy, they were just it, so iconic. Just the, some of the most iconic images of Pakistani cricket in particular belong to those men. Yeah, 100%. And um, 
I will just say one other thing, though. I mean, the whole decade, it's nostalgic looking back and so many heroes of ours were, were playing in those days. But I do remember being hugely frustrated through most of the 90s, especially with India, because for a lot of it, especially in the early to mid 90s, it was if Sachin Tendulkar fails, generally India failed. And, and I, I can't quite put my finger on why, because you look at other batsmen around at the time. I mean, Mohamed Azaruddin, Vinod Kambli, um, you know, Saurav Ganguly and Rahul Dravid came into the side in the mid 90s as well. And, and you know, even from the bowling point of view, Javagal Srinath and Anil Gumble, you know, world class bowlers on their day. But. I suppose for India and indeed Pakistan, it was a decade where they had these stars, they, they had the capability to beat anyone in the world, but there was just a huge lack of consistency as well. And that was hugely frustrating for us as fans. Absolutely. I mean, even like when you talk about India and you talk about these personalities, like they they did under they did kind of under deliver often and there was a lot of pressure on Sachin Tendulkar i would almost argue it was more frustrating being a pakistan fan at the time because they had a very clear balanced the most iconic team they ever really had in the 90s and despite winning that 92 world cup they were unable to replicate that form in the 90 96 world cup and though they got to the final of the 99 world cup they kind of missed out in in, in really crushing fashion to australia in the final so it i feel like they under underperformed to that potential they really should have been winning almost every game in in that in that era <laughs> a bit like the dominant australia that would follow whereas uh, india you almost give them a little more a little bit more slack because they were still sort of in a slightly transition phase they weren't quite the mighty India side that they are now present day no absolutely yeah absolutely spot on and uh, really we are delighted this week because we're joined once again by Mr Toe Crusher himself Wakar Yunus who last week talked about his debut in 1989 and alongside him former India star Vinod Gambli who retired with an incredible test average of 54 and for both of them the 1990s was their prime Wakar Yunus, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm very good, Nikesh. How about you? All well? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Thanks very much for joining us. And uh, Vinod Gambli, also on the line. Vinod, how are you? Good, my friend. And uh, uh, nice to be on your show, in fact. And and hello to Wakar as well. Yeah, Vinod, how are you? All th things are good at home? Yes, yes. In fact, uh, Wakar, everybody is fine. I hope everybody is fine in, uh, with you good. and your family. You know, it's uh, taking care of. Yeah, all well, all God well. Bless, Everybody God bless, is God bless, good. Good. good to hear you. Yes. Good to hear you. Yes, uh, you two obviously having played a lot of cricket against each other. We all know what we're here to talk about today. Uh, the rivalry, the greatest rivalry between India and Pakistan uh, on a cricket field. Uh, it's, it's probably the biggest sporting rivalry on the planet. You two have been involved at the heart of it as well. Let's just start by getting your thoughts and your feelings as to just how big it is for, for people who may perhaps think the Ashes is the be-all and end-all or in football, you know, Brazil versus Argentina or, you know, these, these other famous rivalries around the world. Just sell it to them. Tell them why this is the greatest rivalry. Let's start with you, Wakar. Look, you know, Pakistan-India goes long way back. I mean, whenever these two countries play against each other, this is not only just a, just a game. It's just people just get involved. Not only in Pakistan, India, but they get involved all all around the world. And uh, you know, I know we talk about Ashes. We talk now. We talk about Australia, Australia and India. 
but i promise you you know uh, whenever pakistan india play it's a different ball game altogether i mean you take out all the world cup games and uh, uh you take out all the pakistan india which which are very few uh, which i feel sad sometime about it because uh, in the in the 90s uh, and even in the 2000s you know uh, we hardly played any cricket yes we played in the icc tournaments uh, but overall there is hardly a, a bilateral series which people are sort of hungry and dying to watch it is sad that it's not happening uh, but uh, there is no match when pakistan and india play against each other uh, you know there is no cricket which can match these two when they're playing vinod same sort of sentiment from you uh, in fact uh, i think my experience is uh, watching india versus pakistan as a kid in fact my heroes watching them in fact on on we had to used to have a, a doordarshan that time and i used to watch all my my favorite cricketers mm. you know whom as a kid i was and and growing up watching sunil gavaskar and it was a dream come true when i all i can say that it was a dream come true when me and sachin sachin tendulkar who i call him master blaster we were both let me tell vakar also about it we 1987 world cup uh, it was played in wankhede stadium and then we started playing together me and sachin in school days uh, we started playing together and we had the world record partnership of 664 and after that uh, the 87 world cup was there and india were playing uh, england in fact and uh, and we were we were called to be the ball boys uh, uh, in that match particular world cup match so it was it was great you know for for me as a kid so it was mm-hmm. like a dream come true as a kid so for me and for sachin it was it was a it was a dream as a ball boys and then after that the history started nikesh can i can i just ask question to vinod sure uh, uh, vinod i don't know if you remember back in the uh, late 80s which you mentioned you were just mentioning about the world cup game Uh, either just before that or after that pakistan uh, the indian under 19 team came to pakistan where you supposed to come and uh, and and sachin also supposed to come on that tour and i don't know why you both didn't come uh, i i heard that sachin tendulkar had the uh, some high school uh, exams or something or he was of course he was only a baby then uh, but there was there was a big hype in pakistan that you know there is a little kid coming to pa- to pakistan with under 19 which he did in 1989 uh, when when he came with a test uh, test team but in that under 19 where ajay jadeja and mongia uh, you know there were a lot of other other big names in that in that under 19 team came but you two didn't come i, I just wanted to know that why why was that no in fact vakash it was uh, i think we played against each other we played a test match uh, test series in fact under 19 test series when you you had come and uh, we played against each other we at least played two or three test matches and the one days so in uh, for that tour i think uh, we were busy with <laughs> in fact uh, i think uh, we were busy with the schools and uh, there were other okay. other you know school was also important and there were other school matches was also there mm. and uh, in fact that's what i'm saying that we played against each other where i still remember when we were in kanpur 
I saw that run up of yours when you were just, I think must be 18, May 18 or I think, yeah, I think you were 18. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's the time I saw, mm. uh, I saw you work out. And you know, I, I saw, I think Moin was also mm. there. There were other, other under 19 cricketers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it was, it was a great, mm. I think, you know, you people coming down and we're playing a test series, the under 19 test series. It was an experience for us. You know, Vakar, you bowling to us, and yeah, that's how we were like, you know? Well, cricket, not only at the top level, the rivalry between Pakistan and India, not only at the top level, but even even when Pakistan play India at the junior level, under 16, under 19, even the, you know, the emerging cricketers, I mean, it's just the the fight on the field and the friendship off, off the field, it was just phenomenal. I mean, amazing uh, what I have... Uh, you know, uh, seen over the years, not only when I played cricket, but also when I coached Pakistan, you know, the, the friendship between the players was amazing off the field, but on the field, they wanted to sort of, you know, kill each other, basically. And Bukhari, the team that you went into, it had some absolute legends, including somebody uh, who you'd end up being synonymous with, uh, Wasim Akram. You know, yourself and Wasim would form this incredible partnership that the world still remembers to this day and will, will, will doubtless go on to remember. What was your first memory of um, of meeting and playing with Wasim Akram? Oh, um, uh, you know, Wasim played, I think, a couple of years before before me. Uh, he debuted a couple of years before me. And, uh, and, and he also played for Lancashire before me. Uh, so, so my first remembrance of of Wasim Akram was was at from Qadhafi Stadium. You know, when I was I got picked uh, in the in the I think 23, 23 boys squad uh, because I did perform in the first class first uh, I think five six games I picked up few wickets and they they just asked me to come and bowl in the nets also as well as you know have a look at uh, look at they wanted to see me also that how good I am and that was the first time. Uh, I saw him, you know, running around with his long hair and uh, and and with his Lancashire shirt on, and 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 it was intimidating, you know. It was, uh, uh, but but he was very nice to me. He met me, and uh, very sweet of him. And uh, then we started sharing the nets, and uh, and keep watching him the way he used to bowl. He used to run uh, from a, from a fairly long run up those days, uh, and. Uh, you know, there are not many left-arm fast bowlers you'll see around the world uh, in in last you know 30 years at least because I I don't, don't remember what happened before that. So this, there's no one better than Vasim Akram when you talk about left-arm fast bowler. He swings the ball with the with the new ball, very controlled, and uh, and of course with a with a fairly good pace. Uh, you know, a thought of professional, back really well down the order, and it was a good fielder. I mean, he was he was somebody I have learned a lot from him, not only in the nets, but also when we were playing the matches. You know, uh, standing with him at mid-off and mid-on, sharing the sharing his experience. He was always very kind and 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 nice to talk to me about bowling and you know telling me you know what needs to be done at the particular time. So. Uh, I always say that, you know, if Vaseem wouldn't have been bowling from the other end, I wouldn't have taken these many wickets. It was very, 
very challenging at times and it was very uh you know comfort it was very comforting at time when when he was from the other end and Vinod you made your debut against Pakistan in 1991 in the team that had Wazim Akram as well as Wakar in it firstly how was that and how much did it help do you think that you had your childhood friend Sachin Tendulkar in the side with you at that time after he'd of course had the experience of playing against them already when he came back from the Pakistan tour and he told me about the entire tour how was the tour? He faced Wakar, he faced uh, other fast bowlers and that's how I got some experience, you know, from... I got a lot of experience from Sachin Tendulkar, you know, he played earlier and my... In fact, my, my hands were literally itching. I said, my friend has made it, why not me? I also will try hard and definitely try to get back in the Indian team. So that's, that's the motivation tour it was a in fact it was a motivation tour for sachin as well and for me as well in fact uh, all i can say it was a memorable booster representing my country at the highest level and the high intensity match against pakistan so it was a very strong pakistan team let me tell you the very strong pakistan team and all i can say that all I needed to be mentally prepared to face them as a youngster. As a youngster making my debut against the, you know, the, the fast bowlers. Imran, I think Imran was there, Wakar was there, Wasimbai was there. And you know, to face that intensity, I got to, I got to know how it is playing against the, the Pakistan side. It was a challenging, it was very challenging and I was looking forward to it because my debut and I was selected, I was happy and playing against Pakistan. It was a great, uh, in fact, uh, uh, all I can say that it was a great motivation thing for me because playing for India and playing against Pakistan, the rivalry, all I can say, the rivalry which I heard and which I, you know, been hearing it, the rivalry was the intensity. The intensity was high. It was very high. And my debut playing against Pakistan gave me that kind of confidence. Because uh, playing against them, is a, it was a challenge. You know, the, the way Wasim ran in, uh, the way uh, Wakar used to come from such a long run-up. And, you know, we have to, as mentally, we, at least, in fact, Wakar used to give us time to prepare ourselves because of his long run-up. So, when he used to come to bowl, so we used to prepare ourselves. And this is how uh, the, the, it, was a, it was a test. It was a test again, playing against Wakar, Wasim, then Imran Khan was also there. So, it was, uh, and Akib was also there. So, it was, it, it was kind of a good attack and you're playing against them. And I batted, in fact, I batted against them as well. So, it was a challenging. They always used to challenge. So as a batter, we used to take that challenge. So, but thank you, Waka, for giving us uh, so much time of, uh, because of, of your run-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Vinod, I mean, you, you obviously faced up to that uh, fabulous Pakistani bowling attack uh, a lot through the 90s, uh, you know, particularly in the early 90s when uh, Imran was still there, as you mentioned as well. Um, a lot of those series <laughs> in the early days 
were played in Sharjah like your debut uh, you know throughout the whole of the 90s really it was almost like every year India and Pakistan would find uh, some excuse to play in Sharjah uh, for their fans uh, in the Middle East and uh, around the world as well what were those series in Sharjah like for you what was that experience like of, of going and playing cricket in the Middle East I think uh, Sharjah was a venue for unique it was unique because uh, we had fans from both both the teams passionately supporting the players we played a lot of matches uh, in sharja and the fans i will i'd love to you know like to uh, just bring to your notice the fans would always had a good support they always support good cricket that's why all, all i can say i can still remember uh, another incident from sharja during my debut uh, when akib javed took took that hat trick against us i was slated to bat number 6 i was going to bat number 6 and then just one wicket went down there was lot of noise second wicket went down the lot of noise again and i was sitting inside and i was sitting inside and then the third wicket fell i said i have to go mm. next wakar must be also knowing this because i i went on the field not tied my my shoes not tied my pads were not tied properly because i wasn't ready at all <laughs> because of the after this hat trick i was i was the guy who used to who was supposed to play the fourth fourth ball so i was just i could, i could still remember wakar wasim and uh, imran everybody just gathering around me mm. in fact they were just why did you come late why did you come late <laughs> so i was like and the the pressure because the crowd was behind akib the, the entire crowd was behind him because he was going to bowl the fourth ball and i was supposed to face that fourth, fourth ball that was the match he took 7 for 37 didn't he in the final yes 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 that's the one that's the one in fact uh, that's uh, that's how the intensity we always enjoyed playing we always enjoyed playing them in sharjah because the lot of matches was played and all i can say that you know the fans in sharjah they used to appreciate good cricket if a good ball has been bowled or a good shot has been played that appreciating appreciation was there so it was a wonderful crowd over there in sharjah i think wakar will also agree with that because they never booed us they never booed any team they used to come to enjoy good cricket and they got it they got it that excitement the uh, the pressure and everything as as a as a, as a player we felt it as a as a spectator they enjoyed it and uh, vakar you know for you uh, playing in sharjah because you kind of you grew up in sharjah didn't you you spent a lot of your youth in sharjah was it uh, was there did it feel like a bit like playing at home when you played in sharjah happy hunting ground for me uh, asif uh, really enjoyed my uh, my time bowling there on, on, in sharjah there were a couple of really good things about sharjah are uh, as as vinod just said that the spectators were great they were uh, the crowd was you know amazing they they were they were very neutral they used to come and support both team maybe a little bit more toward pakistan at times but on the fridays 
but otherwise, it was very, very neutral. Uh, and, uh, and and we used to play twice a year in um, in Sharjah. And the good thing about Sharjah was uh, every time uh, uh, we played there, Pakistan, India played, or even the you know we always used to add on third team or the sometimes four teams also. And 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 the and the all the money used to come from cricket or, or the or the benefit come from cricket. Uh, it, it used to go to you know few of the cricketers, the ex cricketers. So that was really really good. You know they used to get a good uh, chunk of money, especially the the veterans, and and it used to really help them uh, you know moving moving forward. So that was really good about about Sharjah, but. Cricket wise, I thought the pitch was a little slow, flat. The ground was really good. It was a small ground, so everyone was really close. The, what Vinod is talking about, the the roar, the 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 crowd making all these noises, and it was difficult when you come on to, on to face the fourth wall when you've lost three wickets and three balls. And and I can imagine how he was feeling at the time. Uh, but yeah, it is it, it, it you know because the ground is so small and the crowd is so close to you, it just it puts you under so much pressure if you're not doing well, uh, and it can be hard at times to sort of, especially for the batters, not for the bowlers that much, but for the for the batters, it was it was tough at times. Uh, but yeah, Pakistan played a lot of cricket uh, in the 90s against India in um, in Sharjah. I mean, just just for an example, uh, I played in in my entire career, I played four Test matches against India, and that's it. But I played a lot of one-day cricket in Sharjah, you know, Canada, and, and and the ICC tournaments. We play around the world, but we played uh, only very few Test matches in my career. Well, you did obviously uh, play a lot of uh, famous one-day internationals through the 90s, in particular. Uh, we talked there about mm. Vinod's debut, Sharjah, some of the early matches in Sharjah through the decade as well, but. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, let's just take it back to the, the 1992 World Cup. Vinod was involved in the India squad. Wakar, you had to miss out through injury. Uh, and, you know, it's Pakistan's greatest moment in their history, winning that World Cup, uh, of course. Uh, firstly, how heartbreaking was it to miss out on that moment and that World Cup where India and Pakistan came head to head for the first time on the biggest stage? And then... To 1996, uh, you know how grateful were you that you were fully fit during that, and you could face up uh, to uh, the Indians. Uh, I know, albeit uh, not in a, a very memorable match from a Pakistani point of view, but still a massive, massive game on the biggest stage in the subcontinent as well. How big a turnaround was that in those two World Cups for you? Look, overall World Cup, uh, World Cups, not been very kind to me. You know, 1992, I was probably. At my best, I was, you know, really bowling well, and uh, I was bowling quickly, and uh, and also, you know, really in good rhythm. Uh, but unfortunately, just before uh, the, the 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 tournament starts, a couple of weeks before that, because we went to for a for a uh, uh, for a preseason kind of a you know, sort of a conditioning camp for two three weeks, and I just got injured in that. I, Something went wrong in my back, and I couldn't really walk after that. I couldn't really walk for a good couple of months after that, and uh, I had to fly back. And, uh, and and icing on the cake for me was that Pakistan won, and uh, it was it was very uh, heartbreaking at, at times. But when they arrived, I, there was n- n- no one uh, more happier than me when I saw them coming to Lahore. Uh, it was uh, it is people still remember it. Uh, in Pakistan, they still talk about that World Cup 1992, 
you know, it was it was amazing. Although Pakistan, I think I think Pakistan lost to in, in India in that in that World Cup also. And of course, Pakistan have never won the World Cups uh, against against India. I don't know why. Don't ask me this question. But uh, yeah, '96 uh, was uh, was a very good tournament for me overall. Uh, I thought I bowled uh, really well. I was probably the best bowler from Pakistan in that World Cup uh, until Ajay Jadeja really took me on in, in in that in that game in Bangalore. He's blazed that one through the gap for four. Well, what a good shot that was too. Oh, he smashed it, that's a B6, that's a great shot! What a little beauty! That has gone miles over the top of mid-wicket. This is a great over for the Indians, 22 runs in an over where they would have settled for six. Which was uh, uh, was very, very unexpected from Ajay. Uh, you know, that was probably the best, best inning he's played in his in his life. It was a... Uh, a small cameo, or I think he got 40 odd of, I think 20 odd delivery. So that really put uh, uh, put India on the on the on the on the driving seat to begin with. But then, of course, Saeed Anwar and Amir Shwell, the way they started, it was just amazing. I thought we recovered well, but uh, unfortunately, you know, uh, India was too good on that that particular day. Just quickly, Wakar, uh, you mentioned there Amir Sahel and. Uh, uh, you know, it, it was that—that's the moment everyone remembers, don't they? And Saeed Anwar and him off to an absolutely brilliant start. It looked at one stage as if Pakistan are just going to run away with it, chase the 288, uh, and win that match and straight through to the semi-final. Obviously, things started to go wrong when uh, Saeed Anwar was out initially. Amir Sahel was still going, and then that incident with Venkatesh Prasad as well. What were you guys thinking at the moment when Amir Sahel was sledging him and saying, you know, go and fetch the ball or whatever he was uh, telling Venkatesh? Prasad at that time were, were you guys just you know oh that's just Amir Sahel uh, you know hopefully you know th- this is good for him we love to see an, a fired up Amir Sahel that's when we get the best out of him or were you thinking as Imran Khan was saying on the commentary at the time on television what is he doing there's there's just no need to do that just keep quiet just keep playing look to be very honest we were all uh, shocked the way he was behaving on the field I mean the, the, you're talking the ball all over the all over the park why do you need to do that he was just uh, I guess I guess uh, the pressure got to him. Yeah, we watch it. I mean, it's really uh, it wasn't really meant to be that stroke, but he still middled it. He's a great competitor on this side, and here you see him arguing with the bowler or telling him what he's doing. Well, that's the answer. That's the best way you can answer a batsman. Venkatesh Prasad has clean bowled Amir Sohail. Sohail losing a bit of concentration, having a chat with the bowler and having his off-stump peg back next ball. 113 for 2, Pakistan. Well, let's watch it here. It's a really terrible shot. And by losing his concentration, having arguing with the bowler, now look what Pakistan has suffered. You know, he batted superbly. He was looking really good. Uh, and I think he scored what uh, I, I think he scored 55 uh, of, of not many deliveries and uh, and say then were also you know we lost we lost our first wicket uh, when when they were Pakistan were 80 or 85 for in 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 the first 10 overs so we were cruising and uh, and then once we lost Saeed Anwar and then Amir Suhail straight away uh, and and then it, it just went wrong Saeed Anwar. Uh, no, in Zamamul Haq, and I still remember that Zamamul Haq and uh, Ijaz Ahmed, they went in, into the shell. 
and and I think full credit should be uh, given to Anil Kumble that when he came in and Prasad came in for his second spell, he just sort of started nipping the ball a little bit, and and Pakistan got you know so much pressure, uh, you know, and and once we lost Ijaz and 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 uh, and in Zamam, I think within within an over or so, uh, it was very very difficult. I think Pakistan made, definitely made. We made quite a few uh, mistakes in that game because Javed Miyadad was there. He could have really, you know, gone at number four, but we kept him at number six. There was no use because he was, you know, he was he was almost getting out of cricket. He was finishing finishing then, uh, so we kept him for for very late. He should have batted at number four, but that that's gone. Uh, I mean, overall. Uh, a good game of cricket, and uh, India well deserved winners. Uh, it was it was heartbreaking for uh, Pakistani fans, Vakar, but it was mm. you know you know just jubilant for Indian fans. I imagine, uh, without you were mm. there in '96, and this is the first kind of really big high-profile match the teams did meet in the '92 World Cup as well. But in '96, we're talking about a quarter-final of the World Cup, and it's happening in Bangalore. You know, it, it's about as high octane as it gets. And uh, ha, ha, what are your memories of? Of being in that match. Well, I can I can share share a few mem memories in the '92 World Cup, and the first time, it was the first time India was facing Pakistan in a World Cup match, and it did not seem like we were playing in Sydney, because the fans from both sides were loud. It felt like like we are playing in Sharjah, but all I remember, all I remember from the '92 World Cup. Because you know, the '87 World Cup, me and Sachin were ball boys, and '92 World Cup we played together. I still remember, as a ball boy to the '92 World Cup playing together, it was a dream come true, playing for your country in a World Cup match, and that too against Pakistan, because we were playing them in Sharjah. But this match was very very important. But like you know, I can all I can say. Uh, Again, the intensity. I all, uh, why I'm saying that word again and again, the intensity. Because I can still remember. I think Wakar went back because I, I think Wakar didn't play that match because of his back injury. And uh, uh, I still remember that match. Now that uh, the incident between Kiran More and Javed Bai. You know the way. Uh, Javed Bhai jumped after that because what happened, I'll tell you the entire scene. The, uh, Javed, Javed Bhai played that ball to covers and I was fielding there. And I picked up the ball and I just, Javed Bhai was just coming out like, you know, just in his, in his own, own world. So he was just coming out. So I threw the ball back again to Kiran. And Kiran just collected and, you know, he just flicked the blade. And I think there was a little bit of <laughs> conversation with uh, uh, Kiran Muru and Javed Bhai. So it was what, the, so it just clicked. It just, I think uh, Javed, Javed didn't expect. The ball just came to Kiran and Kiran lifted the bell. And then the next ball he played and then he started the entire scenario people, everybody knows what exactly happened. Because the way he, he jumped, and that it was a good fun, but I can say it was just a good fun. Yeah, Vinod, we've actually spoken to Kieran Moray about that particular incident. Let's just take a listen to what he had to say about it. See, on the field, I said, we on the field, we always give it back to each other. 
and it's not only Javed, it's you talk about Wasim, Wakar, everyone in Pakistan team or everyone in Indian team also, you know. But uh, that incident I still remember, you know, like uh, uh, we batted, we got 218 and I, we thought that we were about 20, 30, 20 runs or 30 runs short. Uh, we thought we could have scored a 240, 250. And when Pakistan started batting, but when we batted, we faced a lot of uh, hostility from Pakistan uh, team, you know, on the field. Uh, they were also saying a lot of things to us. So it was time for us to give it back. So I said, and I was the number one guy in the team um, who, who was given license, you know, by the team management. You have to go after them. So on the word go, I started, uh, started going after them. And uh, that when Javed came for batting and uh, uh, Amir Soyal was batting along with him. And they were doing pretty well. I thought uh, they had a game in their hand. They were 80 for uh, 1 and 70 or 80 for 1. And they were cruising easily, but I thought Javed played a little bit over-cautious. You know, he stopped actually Amir Soel uh, to get in that flow and play some big shots, you know. And that pressure was building up all the time. And, uh, and because what has happened, like Javed had missed out on a lot of matches in that World Cup. He had a back, back injury and uh, he did not play many games. And he, the game he played against Australia, uh, he played most of the shots at third man and fine leg and because of his back problem he could not drive the ball you know so when you drive the ball you need to use your back also you need to use your core and he was a more risky player so I was kept I kept telling my ballers pitch up to him doesn't matter if it is half volley as well so he was struggling to hit that ball and that wicket was also a little bit not easy it was not easy that wicket it was sticky uh, ball was doing a bit you know it was not coming on the bat so he was struggling and he was getting frustrated and there was two, three appeals on Sachin's bowling down the leg side. I thought he was close, caught me and then I, uh, down the leg side, I tried to stump him. That time also appealed Then again I appealed on the, for the leg before, again I appealed for the run out. So when I did the run out appeal, I removed the belts and uh, he started imitating me. And Javed will just make his point now say hang on a moment son and excuse me Mr. Moray would you mind not talking while I'm facing up and not out is the final decision <laughs> oh, yes, he's never... meanwhile I was, give, I was giving Javed a lot when he used to take his stance I used to say something to him in Hindi or in Urdu or in Punjabi or in Gujarati, because Javed knew all these languages. So, uh, I was giving him all the time and Amir Soel as well. So, he was getting frustrated and they were not scoring runs. So, when the pressure builds in India-Pakistan game, is always tough, it's not easy, you know. But uh, that appeal I made and he started imitating me. And that's where the David Shepherd came and uh, Azaruddin came and started uh, telling Javed that don't do this. And Shepherd warned him that uh, if you do it again, I'll send you out, you know. And then Javed, uh, Javed is funny, you know, like uh, he loves, basically, he's a very smart cricketer. He likes to talk and play cricket. That's how we concentrate, you know. That's what's my, what I analyze that uh, Javed is to love talking. And there are some players, they love to talk and they concentrate. Some cricketers, they don't talk. They don't like, they don't like to talk. But this guy is to talk and he's to concentrate better. So sometimes it is too, uh, it is dangerous for you as well. But this match, everybody was saying a lot of things. But I'm saying... Good thing on this show because there were language which is used. Uh, I cannot say on this on air. 
so <laughs> please pardon me but uh, uh, it was all the languages by whatever the slang we used uh, in pakistan or india it was said on the field the incident changed and the, the we were charged after that uh, incident we were literally charged as a team we just gained momentum because you know we were all charged जावेद भाई जावेद भाई जम कर रहे जम कर रहे क्यों जम कर रहे तो लाइक यू नो इट वॉज इट वॉज काइंड ऑफ वेरी टेंस सिचुएशन तो सो जस्ट आफ्टर दैट इंसिडेंट ऑल आई कैन से दैट वी गेट वी गेन दैट मोमेंटम बिकॉज आफ्टर दैट दे लॉस कपल ऑफ विकेट्स एंड इमरान खान ऑल्सो गॉट रन आउट देन जावेद भाई स्टेट देर टिल दी एंड एंड we took the entire control of the match but, but 92 was obviously incredible 96 um you know you as i say because you're playing in bangalore now and you know that incident that that you know nikesh and wakar were talking about you know with uh, amir sahil and he's uh, you know kind of he's he's going great guns and you know there's a big chase for pakistan to to try and pull off and then you know they they having this kind of moment of sledging and then when venkatesh prasad got the wicket of sohil what was the feeling like in the on the pitch on the ground what was that celebration like take talk me through your huddle once you got sohil out you sure if you can uh, zoom in into all the uh, all the uh, all our cricketers all the teammates we i i was fielding at <laughs> you won't believe i was fielding at deep square leg and when amir got out i ran, i in fact 100 meters it was <laughs> i sprinted and the way i went and you know hugged uh, venkatesh that that was my the longest sprint on a cricket field from deep fine leg straight on uh, on the wicket so that that's how we were charged because that wicket because amir was going he was going means we we thought that you know he will take away the game but that incident brought us back again that incident and that wicket brought us back again well this is it the last ball nudged away down the third man and uh, they haven't really gone up yet there they go so victory to mohammad azruddin and his and his uh, indian side comprehensively beating the pakistanis Bukai Yunus and Vinod Kambli there and there's much much more from them next week as we continue our journey through to the late 1990s Wasim and Bukar were coming to the end of their careers but kept taking heaps of wickets and along with the likes of Inzamam Shoaib Akhtar Saqlan Mushtaq and others they formed that dream team in the 1999 World Cup India on the other hand finally got some consistent support for Sachin Tendulkar in fact it was more than just that it was the likes of Dravid and Ganguly started to take the world by storm and along with Anil Kumble and other bowlers like Srinath Agarkar Habibjan Singh they started to come into their own and I can't wait to talk about it all next week Yes, some absolutely wonderful memories coming up on that episode. We hope you've been enjoying the podcast series so far as well. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast in the Wisdom feed. Your comments are most welcome as well. You can reach us on social media by heading to at Atif Nawaz and at Nikesh Ragani. You can also follow the Wisdom Cricket and Wisdom India Twitter feeds. The usual Wisdom Cricket Weekly podcast also drops very soon, and we will be back next week.
Social Podcast Network.